Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And historic day, Daniel. Uh, historic not because we care about anything that CNN cares about. We, we, have, I, we don't... I, we don't know what that that network. Not does. sure. I'm not sure even what they care about. I don't. Yeah. Does CNN recovering is? Are they covering re- college recruiting now? Is that? I don't is think that they a are. New, is that a new segment that nope. they're running? No. No. Nope. Then no. I don't think we care about anything that they care about today. No. Um, no. Historic for a whole other reason. Historic because Kirby Smart has just gone over all of college football and said, "This is mine. Mm-hmm. Th- this is mine." He has metaphorically peed on the whole lot of college football, thereby marking his territory uh-huh. and staking his claim to ownership of said area. And yes, there's sir. not really anything that anybody's trying to say about it. It doesn't <laughs> even seem like it. They're trying to stop it, but it turns out they can't. Um, if you're here on Locked On Bulldogs, we're glad you're here on Locked On Podcast Network. Uh Kirby has continued dominance, and we're going to talk about it and so much mm-hmm. more. We're going to break down Christmas come early. Not even it's not even out of winter. We get two Christmases in winter: spring, summer. That'll that'll bring its we own. We really Christmas get three present. Christmases if you count real Christmas, the early signing period, and now the February signing period. It's really Look at that, people. We just we're Kirby is that giving. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, But make no mistake, Daniel and I are not experts in the sense of the term that is, uh, you know, journalistic. We are expert fans is more than anything. Yeah, we and just as Kirby has exercised his dominance over the recruiting landscape yet again, we will continue to exercise our dominance over being Georgia fans. Mm. uh, Hitherto for from this point forward, Uh, Mm. we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here, um, Locked On Bulldogs, uh, where that's what we are. We we are locked on the Georgia Bulldogs. We talk about them. Uh, we're here every day. And uh, this podcast is a place, as Clint said, not for experts or for people who think they know more than they do um, and uh, who make 10 predictions just to get one right and tell you about it all the sure. time. Uh, we, we are a podcast for fans, by fans. Uh, And just like you, we've been following the action on National Signing Day all day. We've been uh, tracking the fax machines. We have been uh, keeping up with the letters of intent as they have come in. And we've watched that that 24-7 composite score just keep ticking up. Just up, 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 up. Until, what do you know, it landed on the number one class of 2020. Um, not to be outdone, Rivals also has us the number one class. ESPN, Clint, has us number two. I don't know <laughs> sure. if you know that. ESPN. Sure. Just, <laughs> the last time I took anything ESPN did seriously, Daniel, was a long time ago. It was, uh, I believe, Stuart Scott was involved the last yes, time I was. took it. Took anything that ESPN did seriously. Uh, no, we are um, glad you're here. Um, if you want to join in the conversation, um, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast. That helps us out a bunch. You can tell a friend about the podcast. You can leave us a rating or a review. Um, uh, you can do all these things to help out the show. But really, um, uh, this podcast is for you. It's for us. Uh, to talk about all the things that are relevant for us to talk about. And today, that is just the one thing. 
just That's the it. one thing that we're interested in talking about. Uh, quick question, Clint. Are we going to talk about the basketball game last night? Uh, let me take care of this in five seconds. We lost, we blew a lead, and we're done. Okay, so. Okay, uh, let's get back to that number one signing class, uh-huh. uh, if if we can. Um, Clint, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this softball over to you. Normally, we have specifically engineered segments. Uh, the show is gonna be a little bit more free form. I know what you're thinking. Is every show not entirely free? If if some of the shows are scripted, what will a freeform show look like? And to be honest with you, I don't know. And that's we're kind gonna, of what we're makes it find exciting. Out together. That's kind of what makes it exciting. Clint, I'm just going to lob the softball over to you, and I'm going to let you uh, take us wherever you want to, to lead off this coverage of National Signing Day. Where do you want to start? What stood out to you? Uh, lots of things stood out to me, Daniel. I'm going to do a quick, do, do me a, do me a solid and just let me kind of go off here for a moment on the national ranking of players that we signed by position. Okay. And let this just okay. soak on you. Sit under this like you would a rainfall shower in the tropics as you're vacationing. Okay. Just, okay. There's a, there's a parrot outside the window just, like, whistling oh. away. Well, uh, I prefer sun, some privacy when I'm showering. <laughs> the sun, well, the, he's the only thing that, that there is in, mm. in like, a two-mile radius, okay? It's you and the parrot. I've You're seen just, enough movies where there's, like, a it's like a robot parrot with a camera installed yes. in his eye. Yes. That's not. Yes. See, I'm Mike not, Myers I'm not, is about to jump out. And I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't trust him. Uh, just let this bathe over you, Okay. The nation's number one cornerback, the nation's number one center, the nation's number two offensive tackle, the nation's number two tight end, the nation's number two linebacker, the nation's number three tackle, number four D-tackle, number five kicker, number seven nationally ranked running back, number eight wide receiver, number eight cornerback, number nine wide receiver, and the nation's number nine quarterback, Daniel. This is what we have. Those are top ten players at their positions. Just up and down. That's hard to. Can we go back to the? What position did you not name? This is a serious question. What position did we not sign a top ten player at? Did we get possibly a top ten draft pick in Jalen Carter? Defensive tackle. Yep, got that. Yeah. Linebacker. Yep, a guy who's yeah. going to roll through people. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, how about how about secondary? Yep, took care of that. Yep. How about offensive line? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we got multiple. Three. Multiple. multiple. Okay. Yeah. How about running I'm a back? wide receiver? How about wide oh. receiver? Oh, multiple. Multiple okay. top 10 wide receivers. Great. Okay. Running back. Sure. sure. Quarterback. Sure. sure. Tight end. Sure. I'm sorry. But I think you just went through the roster. That's <laughs> there. That's everything. You know how some teams, and this is what the biggest takeaway for me, you know, some teams say, well, we really need to focus on this position or this position. Kirby mm-hmm. just said again, I want to focus on everybody. Let's take them all. Well, what was this opening line, right? It, when he came out, it, it, balanced. That's the thing that you kept you kept hearing him say. This is a balanced class, and I think what you just articulated exactly what he's talking about. Because Clint, what kind of balance is that when you just go up and down the recruiting board, up and down the the position grouping, uh, and you're bringing in a top ten recruit into every room in oh. the facility? Uh-huh. Now, and just continuing to stockpile talent. It's unbelievable what Kirby Smart does 
um, year in and year out. Clint, let me just ask you, he, he did this, by the way, short an assistant coach. I'm sorry, just, he, he doesn't have a full staff. Let that sink in for a moment, people. But let me just ask, just straight away here, okay. does Kirby Smart need assistant coaches? Nope, 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 nope. No. Do you remember that guy? And it's you're gonna have to recall. Go okay. back and go back in time. Do you remember that guy? And um, he was irreplaceable. Oh yeah, he was. Uh-huh. He was uh-huh. on the staff, sure. and he could not be replaced because number one, there was never a better coach. At his position group. Oh, yeah. There was never better teacher of the game. Mm. Like, all of these talented players that you had on your roster were never going to grossly underperform and fall short of your expectations under his tutelage and watch, Clint. Of course. But not only was he the greatest teacher in the game, he was the greatest recruiter in the game. I mean, what in the world would we do if we had lost... A recruiter with such a pedigree as him. Uh-huh. What was his uh-huh. name again? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh gosh, it's start, maybe it has something to do with a, a pit boss or a pit boss snoggle? hog. Pit man, I, I hornswoggle. <laughs> um, Sam Pittman is gone. Matt Luke comes in. How's the offensive oh. line class, Clint? Is it? Well, let me let me just go down this list really quick. The 11th and 37th nationally ranked players, the second and third in their position, and the third and fifth in the state of Georgia. That's our two bookend tackles that we're going to have the next three to five years. Oh, so oh, okay. and I'm sorry. Let me let me add the top center to go ahead on the interior side of that. Yes. Uh huh. We signed four offensive tackles in this class. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We signed five offensive yeah. tackles in this class. Cameron Kinney, if you count him as an offensive we signed six offensive tackles in this class. <laughs> um, Matt Luke just went out and started pulling people from God knows what all. I, um, I don't know where he's creating these people. But listen, Kirby Smart is going to get the job. Listen, do I want Del McGee to leave the University of Georgia? No, no. I do not. No, I do not. But all y'all talking about Sam Pittman can't leave. And now here we go. We lose the offensive coordinator from last year. He's a tremendous recruiter. What's Kirby going to do? Guys, Kirby's been doing this for a long time. Okay. You remember, Did, you remember the remake of King Kong? They, they remade King Kong. And okay. there was this there was a word King, for it. Okay, yeah, it was it was bad. It wasn't that great. Okay. Uh Jack Black was in it, which that's all you need to know. Oh. Uh, sorry. Yeah. And uh there's this island full of T Rex dinosaurs uh, and King Kong has to battle them and King Kong comes in and snaps the head of a T Rex and then like looks at it and like is sad. He's like, Hey wh- what happened, man? I was I was having, we were some having fun. fun. Where where'd mm-hmm. you go? Uh, that's Kirby. Correct. The T Rex is Dan Mullen. Am I am I right about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I said I said Jack Black was in the movie. So, <laughs> oh, you know, Jack Black plays the role of Dan Mullen. <laughs> no, I'm not sure what his role is in the movie, but that's no, um, Kirby is an alpha dog recruiter, and he proved it again. And we have lots more to cover in terms of signing day, which we will get to right now. All right, Daniel, where do you want to go next? What's the next topic that you want to talk about in this recruiting class? What stood out to you? 
Um, what stood out to me was how boring it is <laughs> to be the best, the best recruit, to have the best recruiter, to have the best class. I mean, there was no drum. We flipped a we flipped a kid from Old Miss late, which you know we were gonna flip at least one kid from Old Miss. Come on, sure. we just hired their head coach. Uh, we're, of course, we're going to flip at least one kid from Ole Miss. But, you know, Broderick Jones, okay, he committed. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't commit. He's always been committed. Oh, he's he's committed before. He Cedric said, I'm a, man of, I'm a man of my word. When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. Cedric Grand Prince, He just because a kid's taking visits doesn't mean... Doesn't mean he's not committed. He's committed all along. Now look, was there, was there a little bit of intrigue? But yeah, but there was there was no drama on this national signing day. The vast majority of the hay was already in the barn. Um, uh, they want it. They, how do you say this kid's name? Edwards. This De, Dejan. Oh yeah. Is that what I'm going with? Yep. Dijon. Can I go no, with no. Dijon? You can't. You can't. Gosh. You can't do that. All right, the first time he busts a long touchdown run, act like I'm not going to yell spicy mustard at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I want Asher. I want a clip of Asher asking mm-hmm. if he could have some Grey Poupon. That's spicy. just, that's what Pardon I Pardon mean. me, sir. Will you pass the Grey Poupon? Um, he comes into the fold uh, last week, um, and, and then it's just a kind of a ho-hum Everybody's everybody's mostly already here, but we just keep adding pieces, and yeah. um, it's just kind of a boring day. But at the end of the day, we have all the good players. That's the thing, Clint. Uh, and so now I think the point that I want to make, and I don't mean to be that guy. Okay. Okay, but, but I do. It's, it sounds like a promise you're going to break right now. Already doing it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think the point that I want to make is there are no excuses. Like, do you understand? There are none. There are no excuses. We have the most talented roster Mm -hmm. in America. Mm -hmm. End of list. I think that is go to the 24-7 Recruiting rankings, look at the last four years, 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017. Georgia has finished number one, number two, number one, number three. Alabama in those last years has finished number two, number one, number five, number one. Just to reiterate, two number ones, a number two, and a number five. We have finished two number ones, a number two, and a number three. Clemson, LSU, Ohio State, none of these schools even sniff at the talent that we have on our roster. The time to win is is now. I'm not saying it's this year or bust, but you cannot have no. this construction. You cannot have this roster. And I understand we're still dealing with like Justin Fields is factoring in to some of that whatever. There are plenty of players here that are still on this team that 
that you cannot sign those four classes and not win a national championship, Clint. You can't. No. You can't do it. Um, I'm going to cover this in, in our next segment. I have something to say to that, and, and I'm going to not only agree with you, I'm going to double down on something because you're absolutely right, Daniel. There are no more excuses. Now I just need to go out and execute, and we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but, Daniel, it was ho-hum boring for us, but could you imagine waking up today expecting four of your top recruits to be on your team and ink something and send in the fax machine for the top of, of your entire class? And then to watch all four of those decide to go to another school, not only another school, a couple schools in your own state, and then a, 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 a academic wreckage of a program. Uh, could you imagine that being, being the case for Georgia? Because I can't. But that's what happened to Florida, y'all. Every, every national signing day is really like two wins. It is. You know what I'm saying? One, you get to watch Georgia's class. And then two... You get to watch Florida. Just, you know, the kid at the at the at the city pool. Okay. And he's passed the swim test, and so he's allowed in the deep end. You know what I'm saying? But he passed that swim test, like, because his on a cause wing and older, a prayer. Because his older brother was the lifeguard on duty. Is the that lifeguard day? on duty? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, And this kid ain't ready for the deep end of the pool. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going down. And all the other kids are out there, and they're playing. You know, they're throwing the ball around. They're playing a basketball game. They're going down the water slide. And this this kid, he's out there with them. You know, he's out there in the pool. Nobody can say he's not. But he's not having the same experience as everybody else. This is Dan Mullen on the recruiting trail. Okay, he's recruiting. It's happening, but this ain't this ain't the same type of experience that other no. people are having. Dan Mullen uh, is a disaster. Florida fans know it. Listen, don't let don't let any of them tell you that they don't know it. They know that that they're getting owned. They're fully aware, Clint. Clint, do you know who the second highest rated player? On Florida's roster is, um, I'm taking. Oh, oh, I'm a, sorry. This this signing class. This signing oh, the, class. Oh, this, this class. No, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Uh, not their roster. Uh, Do you know who the second highest rated player that Florida signed this recruiting cycle is? There's no way that you do. How no. could you? No, I don't. Um, his name is. I just lost it. I just had it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know who this Just kid is. His his name is Derek Wingo. Okay. An out an outside linebacker from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. They cool. signed Gervin Dexter, a defensive tackle, five star, the first five star that Dan Mullen has signed his entire life. Just let that sink in for one more time. His entire um, life. Gervin Dexter, defensive tackle, twelfth overall player in the country. Um, okay. He's the third best player in Florida, so I guess that's something. Sure. Uh, third, he's the third best defensive tackle. I'm sorry. He's the best yeah, player in Florida. He's the best player in the state. Um, Derek Wingo is their second best player. I bring that up because I'm going to let you just take a stab here. How many players do you think Georgia signed that are better, that are higher rated than <laughs> Derek Wingo, the second best recruit to sign at Florida? 
in this class. So as you're saying, Florida comes up, we come up and we say, hey, here's our top guy, here's Broderick Jones, and they go, oh yeah, I'll see you, Broderick Jones, I'll raise you a Gervin Dexter, and we go, okay, no problem, let's yeah. bring in, and we keep it, doing except this Except we didn't say Broderick Jones, we said Keeler Ringo, oh, who's the Sorry, fifth, sorry, Keeler Ringo. And then, yeah, fourth and then best player in the nation. <laughs> right, yeah. and then we say Broderick Jones. Um, mm-hmm. And they, and then we say, okay, your turn, and they go, uh, uh, sorry, you can go again. And we go down how many times? Um, how six, many? Six times. It's the answer is ten, Clint. <laughs> we signed ten people. Ten people. Okay. Better than the second best player that Florida signed in this class. We could field uh-huh. an entire unit with players better than Florida's second best player that they signed. Keely Ringo, Broderick Jones, Jalen Carter, uh, Darnell Washington, Mikhail Sherman, Tate Ratledge, Marcus Rosemary, Adrian, uh, Arian Smith, Cedric Van Pran, uh, Kendall uh, Milton, all better than the second huh. best player that is going to play for Dan Mullen. Uh, Clint, is the gap closing? Just real quick. Uh, the gap is definitively and categorically, objectively widening. It's we keep signing better players than they keep signing, which means we're getting better than they are. We're getting better faster than they are, which means that the gap between us is widening. That's what that means. All right, Daniel. Here's here's my last. Here's where I want to go next. And and I caution, I caution you. I'm about to say just a whole lot of hyperbole, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe sure. maybe I am. Maybe it's I'm National go. Signing Day. It's the it's day National for hyperbole. Day. You'll you'll excuse me if I go out of bounds here. Okay. We probably um, so there's somebody won't. Somebody, somebody will get mad. But somebody will get mad. That's okay. fine. That's fine. Uh, when you and I, when when the coaching search began, um, and Mark Rick was mutually relieved of his duties, and the search process went out, we had three names that came up on the radar, and you and I instantaneously circled Kirby Smart together. We both said, who would you want? And we both said, Kirby Smart. There was just no question about it. Give me Kirby, give me today, give me tomorrow, and forever. Yep. Uh, first year, Kirby Smart, we had bumps because again we had who who knows at quarterback and tackle and it was just a, a cluster over there okay it was the jump the, the jump from year two to year one to year two under kirby major jump culture shifting jump sure okay okay we then continue that culture shifting jump and uh, we we make it all the way to an unforgettable game get to a natty the, the whole thing is just it, it's just too much that jump, that expectation jump, not only in recruits, but in coaching, in explosiveness, in, in just all-around product goodness from this team. Uh, Daniel, we have seen a second iteration under Kirby Smart, and we're witnessing it right now. Okay, okay. A, second, a second evolution, if you will. All right? And it's only four years that he's been with the program, mind That's you. That's right. Okay. And already under four years, Kirby Smart is shifting gears, pulling levers, getting mad scientists on us. And guys, when Daniel said earlier, no excuses, there's no excuses for us to be in multiple college playoffs for the next three years. 
actually, again, the next three years, I fully expect us to be in the college football playoff for the next three years minimum. Now, that's, that's high expectation, okay? I'm sorry, you're saying each year of each the year. next three years? Correct. Each year, the next three years. I expect us to be in the college football playoff, Daniel. And it's because of classes like this, like you had said, number one, number two, number one, all the way around recruiting. We have this year, we have the roster, and we get Jamie Newman. We have a reiteration of the coaching staff. We have a complete overhaul. We lose our, quote, best recruiter. We get Matt Luke. We sign a better offensive line class than we could have ever hoped and keep him in there. We have a quarterback coming in next year who's tops in the nation. We got running backs forever. We got wide receivers for days. These kids are first-year guys coming in. Daniel, this is a second evolution under Kirby Smart and – my expectation is to be in the college football playoff for the next three years. I think um, I, I, listen, if it's not if it's not now, when? when? That's the thing. If it's not now, then what is it going to take? And and we, I understand that college football is about more than recruiting. And, yes. and that's fine. And, and this is, you know, you, there are no recruiting national championships. There are number one signing classes, but there are no trophies for recruiting. There are no recruiting national championships. And these kids have to come in and perform, and they have to be the right mix, and they have to fit together well, and they have to, every, the ball has to bounce the right way, and we have to get a little lucky, and other teams have to have things happen to them at, at and whatever, but but there's no reason when you look across the landscape of the SEC. Again, Alabama is Alabama. They've signed very good players, but they uh-huh. have they don't have better players than we do. Okay, they don't have their franchise everything quarterback, uh, and they are a program that is at very best plateaued I would say mm-hmm. if not beginning a decline there's no way that LSU is going to maintain no. what LSU had without Joe Burrow or Joe Brady uh, and Florida and Tennessee give me a break so there's no reason to think that Georgia should not be the class of the SEC moving forward. Now, does that mean we're going to win the SEC every single year? No. Did Alabama win the SEC every single year when they were the class of the SEC? They did not. But we ought to be right there. I agree with you. Every single year. And and you you just have to win one. That's it. And And, and then let's just see where we're at. That's that's the thing is you can't you can't build a dynasty. Georgia fans, I feel like, are desperate to have a dynasty. They're desperate to have this run of making the college football playoff, of winning national championships, of SEC championships, whatever. Like I just want one, and and then we'll worry about everything else. And if this class, in combination with last year's class, in combination with the previous year's class is not going to be able to get a national championship, then again, 
I don't care if Justin Fields is no longer with the program and he's the reason we had the number one class. You take Justin Fields out of the 2018 class, guess what? We still finish like number two. Mm-hmm. So the, there's a lot of talent on this roster. There's a new offensive system in place. There's uh, there's skill, as you said, every position. The defense is unbelievable and young and only going to get better. This is it, Georgia fans. Like, this is just how did we get here, Clint? That's the question I have to ask you from where we ended the season. Like, we were, we were ready to quit sports yes. and yes, football, and yes. I was ready to quit having vision or yeah. uh-huh. eyes. Uh-huh. Like, I just wanted to never see anything again. And yet, here we are talking about how national championships are in the near future. Uh-huh. How? How does it happen? That Kirby, he's a charmer. That's all I can say. It's, dr- just, it's some sort of drugs. They're putting something in the water. I don't know has to if be. it's... That's it's a national. Ab- by the way, that's a national conspiracy. If that's the case, for it to reach all the way from South Dakota down to Tennessee, that is a. Yeah, it's a. It's no. It's a. Listen, the amount of money that Georgia spends on recruiting, act like <laughs> that. There's not that they don't have access to some pipelines. Okay, like they're. Again, that, all right, look, we have more thoughts about the signing class. We're going to talk about specific players and how they fit into the rotation. We're going to answer some of the questions that um, uh, you guys have or are thinking about maybe who's, who's going to find themselves in the starting lineup sooner rather than later, who's going to steal somebody's job sooner rather than later. Um, we got more thoughts on this, on this class. We will get to them on tomorrow's episode. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, download the podcast, rate and review the podcast, and we will see you guys back here tomorrow. See you.